come back to me because I'm, I'm trying to formulate my thought on the hot take because last week I had it and I couldn't remember it. So. Oh, actually, uh, no, I do remember it. I, I do remember. I'm sorry. Um, my hot take is everything I said about uh, Patrick Mahomes' family, including his brother, I doubled down on that because, <laughs> boy, like, everything, I, I was like, yo, like, they're not going to stop. Something is, like, legitimately wrong with that family. Like, I don't know people who love TikTok more than fucking uh, Jackson Mahomes and his wife. To the point where you are supposed to be on vacation. And you are, like, dancing around him. And Patrick Mahomes looks so fucking miserable. Like, I've never seen somebody other than Aaron Rodgers look so miserable to be around their family. And it's like... like, like, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to shut up because I know I'm going to say something like blatantly disrespectful. But uh, my other hot take, and the only reason I have this hot take because I, I haven't watched wrestling in like two months. Um, I, I, I heard about the whole Charlotte Flair thing, and I know like Pam, she's going to get into it. I said the shit was going to happen. I, I said that she was going to be going somewhere that WWE wasn't going to be using her right. And I said, what was it? I said a couple like months ago about like her boyfriend or whatever, him. Andrade. She would. Yeah. I don't know this dude's name. Her, her fiance, like, you know, him. Basically I said, once he leaves, she's going to just end up trying to get up out of there next. And then when the whole thing with her daddy happened, I was like, Oh yeah, she, she's good as gone. And then the whole thing happened where, you know, she, did she surrender the belt or did she like, she won the belt? Either way, it was something she wasn't supposed to, oh no, the thing where they took her, uh, her title run. So she went from having 17 title runs to being, what was it? They knocked it down to like nine or something like that. So it'd be less important uh-huh. than what it was. And I was yep. like, oh yeah, they, they definitely want to get her the fuck up out of here. And now, you know, according to like WrestleMania and all them, they're like, oh yeah, she's out the door. They want her to go to AEW. I'm like, okay, first and foremost, everybody can't go to AEW. So there's that. Ow. But the hot take, the, the, the hot take that I have, because I know Pam is going to start with wrestling, is this. This is the result of not putting the women's division in the forefront. Right now, men's wrestling for the WWE, in my personal opinion, is ass. It is dirt. And the reason why it's dirt is because they continue to like pump terrible wrestling, terrible storylines, and more importantly, terrible ass people, Roman Reigns and your two cousins. Like, like the fact that Naomi isn't where she should have been like last year and the year before that, you know, I understand the whole, the glow stick shit that she was doing. Like that wasn't a wave, but you know what? Like it was hot for like two or three weeks and you know, like she should be a champ. Charlotte could, do a lot of fights with her, a lot of like wrestling matches and stuff like that. But you know who we get? The man, Becky Lynch. Um, all I'm going to say to land my plane is this: Vince, I told you six months ago, <laughs> your timeline, and I, I'm go- I'm going to complete the plane, the complete landing by saying this: the women's division has been carrying. WWE for three summers. It's not going to make it to a fourth if y'all get rid of Charlotte. I'm telling you this now because the last thing you need is fucking Becky Lynch going and either getting pregnant again or another injury. 
because if that happens, boy. Um, also, also, oh, Pam, one other thing. Remember I told you the whole thing, what was it, two or three weeks ago, about what was that car that you were talking about that I didn't care about, uh, Crown Royal? Uh, Crown, Royal. Crown Royal. Crown Royal, whatever the fuck Crown Jewel. Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Jewel. Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Crown Royal. <laughs> so, whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck that show, uh, Crown, Crown Royal. Whenever that, whenever that show happened, um, I said, I said I would never watch another WWE event if who won Goldberg. And I also said I would never watch. There, there was a woman that was on that card, and I said, Yo, if she won, I would never watch female wrestling again because I would never take it serious. Uh oh. Um, um, you, you um, remember her? Uh, well, Ronda Rousey's uh, doppelganger, Baszler, Baz, Baszler, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Did she yeah. win? No, she didn't. Cause the spirits said, "You know what, Greg? We're going to align for you because this it actually don't make sense. <laughs> it don't make fucking sense." Now the, Go- the Goldberg match, I said. Like he had to put on a good match, or else it wouldn't have mattered. And trust me, I didn't watch the card because I didn't care. But I think Pam, like you, either text or you were like tweeting about it. And I was like, I still don't care. Just did he win? <laughs> yes, he won. And and this is why, again, Vince McMahon, your you, your time is ticking, sir. Your, your time is officially ticking. <laughs> TikTok on the clock. TikTok. Now, with, with that being, I'm I'm hoping I led my segue. You know, with that, um, Q, I also have a beef with you. We're going to talk about that when we get to football. I'm, I'm definitely going to dig into Q a little bit when it comes to this because, Uh-oh. yeah, um, oh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm going, I'm going to dig into Look, Q when we get to football. You got them nervous. Stay around for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, also, also, Lou, I, I got a bone Uh-oh. to pick with you as well, sir. So oh, I think everybody's oh, going to feel the wrath of me. I'm well, not me. Not oh me. no, no! I'm gonna get no. You are first. You are first. But you're, you're first. But when we get to the wrestling, we'll get there. Um, we, we can get back to the hot takes. I'm gonna mute myself because I want to hear these hot takes you got. Okay, uh, that's that's go ahead, Pam. Hot my hot take. Um, go right ahead. So my hot take was in regards to, and still is, and I will get into why it's my hot take later the NWO, and why they are a trash faction. Um, and it is an extremely hot take. I left my co-host of the Mel and the Matt, which we are normally live on Stereo Fridays at 8. Uh, but I left her speechless because I said the NWO is a trash faction. I stand by that 10 toes down. You can't tell me any different. Um, I, I honestly, I don't want to get too much into it because like I said, when we get into wrestling, I will definitely deep dive more into that. But that is my hot take in regards to that. My next hot take, which is football related. So it may not be a hot take, but I think with the Rams acquiring Ron Miller, their stock's going to go down. That's, that's my hot take on that. Lou, you got any hot takes? Oh, oh wait. Can I, can I just say this? Pam, you go right for two because I agree with you. Yes. Yes. You know what? Whatever Pam says this week, I agree with it. And if you argue us down, you're getting blocked. Because she <laughs> said nothing that has not been a fact so far. Mm, I'm- big block. Mr. Lou? 
it's on I'm you. I'm good, Q. Go, go ahead. Let, let, let's get it rolling. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just sitting back smiling. <laughs> Thank you so much, Q. I appreciate it. So like I stated in the hot takes, uh, NWO is trash faction. Why do I say that? Well, I mean, besides the biggest reason of all, which is, of course, Hulk Hogan. Um, can anyone really name me a great NWO match? Can anybody? Um. Lou? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Scott okay. Hall versus the drugs. That that's a great match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um we Hulk Hogan versus about, black people? Yeah, that, that is definitely an even better match. Um X Pac versus China. Rest in peace. That that was a, a great beef. Um honestly, when it comes to like actual wrestling, you know what? I'm gonna shut up. Pat, like I'll get it. Can I just say? Can I just say one thing? Um, when it came to the NWO, um, joining the NWO actually kind of devalued your wrestling career at that point. Um, not too many people came out of the NWO as successful as when they went in, including yeah, Sting. Um, but I'm going to name one person, and I, I hope I say his name right. It was was it Chris Canyon? Was it Canyon? Um, no, he was like the the short yeah. dude who looked. No, he, yeah. he was the sh- the short guy. He was like Latinx. Um, uh, Latinx. Latinx. Oh, yes. oh, Co- Conan. 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 Oh, you talking about Conan? Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, I I'm trying not to be disrespectful because I feel like you know Pam is going to do that for me, and I appreciate you so much for it. Um, <laughs> But boy, uh, not only are you hitting like on the points with NWO, I-, I sit there and say like I agree with you mainly because I'm looking at the NWO roster right now, and I was like, yo, if they ever did a documentary on an NWO, that would be the the shortest forty five minutes ever. Forty five, you'd be a nice. Well, here's the thing: 30. 20, 20 of it would be how the wrestlers got into the NWO and what their careers were like beforehand, and that's mm-hmm. not a lot. They'd be like, Hulk Hogan, before he joined the NWO, he did all these accolades and accomplishments. Scott Hall did all this before he got to the NWO. Kevin Nash did all of these things. And then it's like, well, they got in the NWO, and then... Yeah. So I'm going to let... I'm I'm muting myself. All right. Well, (laughs) I I will take it. Um, I can definitely say there's no great matches that they've had. Zero. Nada. Zilch. Let's let's really be honest. NWO literally had April Hunter in it. Does anyone know who April Hunter is? Uh, depends on, uh, not it depends me. on who she slept with. Who did she sleep there with? There you go. You, do you know Jerry Sags? Oh, yep. I know Brian Knobs? I know yes. Brian Knob- Why does that sound like a porn star name? That's Q's porn star name for the day. Hey, (laughs) oh my, my, oh my! (laughs) (laughs) They were, um, they they were. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I think I think Greg's building up to that though. Well, we're going to find out soon, probably. <laughs> uh, Does but uh, know Pamela Paul Mm, no, but the last two, those, those were the nasty boys, right? If I'm not mistaken that they were. Let me make sure. All Let right. me go ahead and, uh, you know, go through my little, my little I thing. I think that was there. the tag team. I mm. think. I'm going to need them to not. How about that? Let's see. All of the, besides that, before we, we get into the whole nitty gritty of all of that. Let's really mm-hmm. truly be honest here in regards to the NWO. Like Greg stated, the NWO hurt careers, didn't help careers. NWO had lots and lots of battles with not adding people to the NWO. For Christ's sakes, Dennis Rodman was in the NWO. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Is this really what we're doing? I, I, I personally, like I stated, they had Hulk Hogan, which alone, ugh, ooh, ooh, child, mm, disgusting. But then you add in, they are not good wrestlers. They are not known for giving out great wrestling. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hogan are not known, oh my gosh, greatest of all time for wrestlers. Like, they're the best. Of course, people will put Hogan, but not because of his actual wrestling. Because every time I ask a Hogan fan, why do you like Hogan? Oh, you had to be there for Hollywood Hogan, for Hulk Hogan. Okay. Give me wrestling. You're not giving me wrestling. You're giving me how over they were with the crowd. No one's giving me actual wrestling matches to be like, oh my gosh, this. But when they do give me an actual wrestling match, Hogan's getting put over by the other person. It's not Hogan putting somebody over. It's not Hogan making somebody look good. It's them making Hogan look good. So NWO, basura. Throw them in the trash. They are bottom of the barrel. They're great as far as charisma. Yes, they can talk their ass off. I'm not going to say that they can't, but they weren't good at promos. The Four Horsemen were way, way leaps and bounds beyond better in regards to wrestling. So for me, NWO, trash, throw them away. Just, just, just throw them away. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to be too disrespectful because, you know, I I went on a whole little rant on Friday. So I'm going to just, you know. I'm going to keep it in a little bit. But onto my, kind of is a great segue onto my next topic of discussion, which is the women's division in WWE. So I'm here watching Raw, and earlier there was a match between the Raw, well, actually, the WWE Tag Team Champions, which I think is very weird. Do you only see them on Raw? Your tag champs, you're supposed to defend on both brands, but you're only on Raw. Make it make sense, Vince McMahon. It doesn't. But we have them going against Carmella and Zelina Vega, who now is, you know, queen of the ring or queen's court. I don't even know what they're calling it nowadays because it's all over the place. But they're going against each other and they have, like, cut to a backstage and it's like, oh, the entire women's locker room. Why is there only four women watching TV? So you mean tell me there's only eight women on the Raw roster? If that's not disgusting, it's just, like, what are we doing? Eight women? That's all you have? That's it? There was no Bianca. There was no Becky back there. So to be honest, let's say 10. So 10 women all together for the entire women's roster for Raw? 
But how many men do you probably have? Like 30 plus? And you mean to tell me you're giving these same women, what, three to five minute matches? What was the whole point of the women's revolution if the women aren't actually going to be able to wrestle? What's the whole point of the woman being the quote-unquote bathroom break? We were supposed to get over that. But instead, now we got Kevin Dunn and all of them who want to go back to these bra and panty matches and make the women look like they stupid. These women can wrestle circles and bounds around this man, but you want to sit there and go, oh, hey, you know, we're going to give you this whole tournament. But, by the way, um, yeah, you're only going to be able to wrestle like five minutes. So make it work. Mm-hmm. Why, what, what was the point? Why did we have revolution pay-per-view three years ago if we're going backwards? Stephanie, I know you can talk to your pops. I know you're probably at home tending the Triple H, even though you might not be tending the Triple H because their anniversary was the other day. And um, according mm-hmm. to the Hercules, there's trouble in paradise because she ain't even post on her man. But we're not going to get into that because this ain't a drama mm-hmm. show. But Stephanie, oh, I need boy. you to go ahead and... Hello, Vince. Hey, um, yeah, I know you're probably still looking up some old videos of you and Trish Stratus. Oh. But I need you to get your mind together and get these women to do what they need to do. This is disgusting. As a female, I feel so, so upset because how am I supposed to show my kids, my girls, hey, look, you want to, you like wrestling? Here, watch these women wrestle. Five minute match, man, they could go and sit there and watch some Mickey Mouse Clubhouse that's longer than that. What are we doing? Coco Mellon shows is longer than that. What, what is going on? But then you were like, oh, well, you know, we have a superhero paired up with a nightmare. What? what, what? Where is the correlation? It's not making sense. The math isn't massive. You have a heel with a face and you literally have the superhero jump up when Rhea Ripley foot hits the ground for the pyro. Like, it don't even look right. Mm-hmm. It just don't look right. What what are you doing, Vince? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. What yes, is Lord? Let's do this. Let's do this. Not, it's not working for me. I, all right. All right. For for the sake for the sake of not talking too much, because Q is gonna get the right when we get to NFL, I promise you. Um but in in the terms of wrestling, all I'm gonna continue to say for the 18th straight week of the sports desk. I told y'all. I fucking told you. And y'all were giving him grace. And y'all were saying, oh, well, it's going to change. There's going to be women going to the Crown Royal. There's going to be this and that. I'm like, yo, they don't give a fuck about the women. Like, there's five women that are in the WWE at any given time. There's the 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 Brooklyn brawler woman who's like, you know, like... Like I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong term, but like a, a butch lesbian like type of like character was Shayna like, Baszler, you know, yeah, the Shayna Baszler. You have the the pretty blonde who like they're trying to like re like re gift us like Sable, which, yeah, with Carmella. Then you you have the, the, the token black girl who was like, you know what, like damn, she can wrestle, but she'll never actually be better than the person who's a, pretty much her but white. And I'm pretty. I mean, Bianca at this point, and Sasha. Yeah, exactly. I was going to give you a two for one package for that. Um, you, you have the the woman's version of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and everybody knows who that is. Who is? Go, go ahead and say the name because you, you, she. I mean, she's according to WWE. She's called the man. Um, oh but Lord, that. Becky yeah, she, she, trash can't yeah. even hide her tracks. Lynch. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when when I when I see the women's division, I see Vince. He paints the women in the WWE like the characters that he had at the height of WWE, nineteen ninety seven to two thousand three. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give I'm going to give you like comparisons. I already gave you Becky Lynch is the heir apparent woman wise to Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? You have both. Uh, Sasha and Bianca, they could be considered the rock, right? You got that. Then yeah. when you got triple when you have triple H to me, um, that was supposed Charlotte. to be browsy. No, 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 Charlotte is literally just going to be that trend. She's, I don't want to give her Hogan. I don't want to give her Flair. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody who is like, who is like, she, she's like a Shawn Michaels. She's like, no matter the era, like she can come back in like 15, 20 years and be like, hey, it's Charlotte. Like, that, that, that's what I get when I see her. Like, I don't get Triple H. Okay. I get Shawn Michaels because the, the title reigns, like nobody talks about Shawn Michaels title reigns. They talk about, Triple H's. They talk about, you know, flares. But when it comes to, like, outright wrestling, you know you're going to get a show. And Shawn Michaels gives that show. Charlotte gives that show. But then, there's everybody else in the women's division. And, like, who, who's uh, um, uh, Heinrich, Heinrich, um, uh, what's her who fucking would, name? Therefore, um, Randy Orton, then. Who, who I get Randy Charlotte Orton. would be more Randy Orton. No, I'll get Randy Orton. I would give that to uh, who's who's the woman who like she's married to the dude who like he broke his neck. He came to wrestle again, and then he just like stopped wrestling again. Um, uh, Tyson Kidd's wife. I cannot remember her name. Oh, Natty. Yeah, Natty is the Randy Orton because she should be further in her career than she is, but she just she's like that 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 moral support for the women's division. She's like like if if May Young was living in twenty twenty one. Like she would be her. Like she's <laughs> like she, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to them, but it just seems like yo, like she should have been further in her career, but they didn't take her seriously as a result of who she was because of everything that was going on with the Hart family. She could honestly be Charlotte if fucking Vince didn't hate Brett as much as he did. Makes sense. Yep. So, and with her, she's always she's never going to be like a triple H, so she has to be a uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, like, you know who they are, you recognize them and their accomplishments for what they've done for the business, but you're never going to put them in your top five. Nobody puts Randy Orton in their top five. And if you do, the only reason, like, when you ask somebody, oh, who's your your five favorite, like, wrestlers, like, ever since you were born? You could be born in fucking 2013, and you're not going to put Randy Orton. You could have been born in 1990, you're not going to say Randy Orton. Randy Orton just sits there and it's like, you know what? Like Randy Orton, he's like Jericho. Like me, I like Jericho because I I live through Jericho, but he's definitely not in my top five. And Randy I Orton, the reason that. why he, yeah, the reason why I couldn't put Randy Orton in my top five because it's like you know what, he, he's a good wrestler, but he also was friends with like the boss. Like your your boss is your best friend, so they're gonna push you. Like when I see Sheamus and he looks like he's he came out of the Cheers bar and shit, I'm like, what the like. <laughs> Why are you still here? Like, what the fuck? With the, with the top hat and shit? I'm like, it's you. It, it, it's Shane. We, we're supposed to actually hate Shane. 
I like him because he looks goofy as fuck now. <laughs> like, when you see him come out and he has on fucking underwear and a top hat, he's looking like fucking SpongeBob at the, at, uh, what are we doing? But then I have to think about it. I'm like, yo, like, that, that's a part of that Triple H legacy. So when it comes to the top five, I'm not putting Randy Orton in there. And the reason why I can't put Randy Orton is if I put Randy Orton, I would have to put Batista. And Batista's done nothing for anybody since fucking uh, he signed a Marvel contract. So there's that. Then you have, um, I already talked about Orton, talked about, uh, what's the name? Uh, Batista. When we talk about Triple H, I already said, like, who would his, like, heir apparent be? Nobody. And the reason why, it's hard to... Like, who in the WWE ha- has fucked someone of status? And, like, when I talk about this, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But, like, who is dating some... Actually, actually... Ooh, ooh, okay. Let me let me remix this really quick. Remember I said <laughs> Becky Lynch was, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Mm-hmm. Remember I said that? That was, yeah. like, what, five minutes ago? Let me go yeah. ahead and yeah. just, like, um, amend what I said. She's not the Stone Cold Steve Austin. She's the Triple H. No, 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 no. She's the Seth Rollins. <laughs> but she, she's, also the, she, she, she's also the Triple H because being with who she's with has also helped boost her career. That, 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 that's a fact. Um, that's a and fact. I'm, not, I'm not making it seem like, oh my God, like just because she slept with Seth and she had a baby with him. Because like, I don't want to be dis- disrespectful in that regard. But when we think about who Becky Lynch was before she dated, like, she she was essentially Bailey. Mm. I wouldn't she, say she was like Bailey. No, no when, when I say when I say Bailey, I'm talking about like honestly, they weren't interchangeable, but they were definitely like okay, like you could see them wrestling. I wouldn't dare put Bailey in the ring with her now, and the reason why is because it's like like you're here and I'm here. It, it looks like a singles match that happens as a dark match when it comes to Bailey and her now, and mm. Bailey's still really good. Do you want to see it? No, because Becky Lynch is like she's eclipsed like her character. She's yeah. definitely eclipsed her character. So, and I don't want to talk too much on that because I know how I'm sounding, but I'm just gonna move on. Then we get to um, what, what is her name? Who she, she's the re- she's the reason why Bray Wyatt's uh his gimmick Alexa is no longer. The, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. She is the mankind. The uh, the Cactus Man, Jack. The, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the reason... No, no, hear me out. The reason why is she's a lovable, hateable character. She literally has three sides, just like him. Like, you could get the 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 Alexa Bliss where it's like, you know what? I actually fucking... I, I hate her character, but she can wrestle so good she puts on good matches. And that reminds me of Mankind. Like, yo, Who can you wrestle could, You can hate Mankind. No, she, when I say the matches that she puts on are pretty damn entertaining. No. Just no. like just like Mankind. Hit, hit me uh-huh. out. The matches she puts on, just like Mankind, are pretty fucking... Com- compared to Shayna Baszler and no. the other women in this fucking division, she puts on better matches. No. Well, even if... You, okay, fine. If you don't want to say better matches, just say story-wise. She no. Can, she can... She can. Okay. Well, you just don't like her. That's cool. Because you know who... And, I no, because... Let's 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 be honest, okay? We're, we're, we'll deep dive real quick into this. Let's really truly be honest. Go back, look at Alexa Bliss matches. Tell me how many bumps she actually takes. Um, you know what? You're, you right. 
You're she right. doesn't. You're Everybody right. else right. makes her look good. She does not take bumps. You want to know why? Because Vince is afraid that his tiny, petite, little blondie will get hurt and get a concussion. Because remember, yes. I don't know if you remember, she had one already. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, she had two. And he doesn't want her to get hurt again. So she does not take bumps. So no, she mm-hmm. is nowhere near the level of mankind, Cactus Jack. Okay. Absolutely not. Fine. So since we're having opposites day, I would say that Nia Jax is... I, no, I'm not going to disrespect mankind by saying that. Don't I'm ever do that. I'm still trying to find Nia Jax's place when it comes to like who she would be. She's like a... She's like an APA. She's like she, she's not APA. Because here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. When Nia Jax isn't a part of a tag team, you're like, you know what? She can actually like she actually could produce a good match if she was just matched up with somebody who was you know a good match with her. The issue yeah. is, just like Bradshaw and just like uh, what's the name? Like they never put on good singles matches. You just knew them because they they're the fucking APA. And when I think of Nia Jackson, I'm like, yo, like, I don't like her outside the fact that she's always in the tag division. It's like, that's the only way you could actually tolerate her. Nobody, like, when you saw Bradshaw matches, you didn't watch them. But when you saw Bradshaw clothesline someone, you watch that shit. And I see, I say the same thing with Nia Jax. Like, when she's injuring somebody, we watch her. When she's going and, like, destroying somebody, we're watching her. Do I watch her matches? No. It's probably the longest piss breaks I've ever had while watching wrestling because she's <laughs> fucking terrible. But and, and that's that's not me being disrespectful, man or woman, because trust me, there were a lot of matches like um Adam Rose and like there are a lot of men. Whenever they came on TV, I was like, oh, piss break. Absolutely fucking piss break. Adam Rose, Fandango, uh, three man band. Um truthfully. Um, what, what was uh, Dean Ambrose towards the end of his WWE career? I was like, mm. get the shit out of here. I was like, you're garbage. Like, it's okay if you go. Um, who, who are some other wrestlers? Like, actually, let me just get back to the point. When it comes to the women in WWE, I feel like Vince, he doesn't know what to do with them. So he goes into the WWE vault and says, you know what? How can I make them like the most popular man, but just in woman form? So when you go and you have like, your, your your white, like, redhead woman that is supposed to be, like, the, the person, like, the, the person leading the charge for the women's division outside of Charlotte, of course, because you, you're never going to give the black ones the opportunity other than to hold the belt until the other ones come back from injury, because that's a fact. Um, you have Becky Lynch, and you're like, you know what? I don't know what I want to do with her. Just give her the fucking belt. It reminds me a lot of Triple H, but it also reminds me a lot of Seth. Because the only time Seth really wins the belts or a belt that's not attached to a tag team title or something like that recently is because they don't really know what the fuck to do with the belts. They're like, yo, like Brock don't want it right now. He's on a farm somewhere. Uh, Roman's somewhere. Um, who, 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 honestly, who the fuck else gets the belts anymore? Who, who's the dude with like the, the milk dud head that just won? He just lost. Um, the fuck is his name? He looks like Coco Beware. Um, Who's the most of that head? Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Bobby Lashley. Come on now. Like, the fact and that you said I know it like, uh, what's his name? Like Leo Rush does. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> he said he looked like Coco Beware. <laughs> I mean, have, have, I told, have I told a lie, though? Um, no, you, look no at, you have not. If you, 
If you look at Coco Beware and then you put a picture next to fucking it, other than the fact that they're black, they literally look like uneven shit. Like you ever just like eat fast food for like two, three days and then you take a shit and you're like, I'm trying to figure out why my, like, my shit's uneven. It's Bobby Lashley. His body should not fucking look like that. <laughs> Yo, like, yo, yo, you should you should not have quad muscles on your neck. Now somebody's gonna be like, Greg, man, you really being extra disrespectful. Aggie. <laughs> but but honestly, when I when I look at what Vince McMahon wants from his wrestlers, and then I see the potential of the ones he's not paying attention to, it's like, bro, like that that aesthetic is okay for 1993. But people's bodies aren't built like that. Steroids aren't even made like that anymore. I I, I, I lied to you, Matt, though. Like, when I was watching a clip um, on YouTube today about, like, wrestlers who, like, they wrestled for the WWE and they've made, like, like, drastic changes. And it was one wrestler, I can't remember their name, um, but they came out as transgender in the past, like, five years. I can't remember her name. And it, it brought so much light to how wrestling is because I thought about it like this, like, yo, Vince would never accept a transgender wrestler, like, to, like, actually do anything in the WWE. And the reason why I personally think that is because he doesn't even take the women serious. And you are talking about Gabby Tuff is who you are talking about. Yes, eg- exactly. Formerly it, it just known hurt. as Tyler Rex. Exactly. And mind you, that when she was Tyler Rex in the WWE, they didn't take her seriously then. And they don't, well, I'm sorry, they don't even mention now. Like when you go into like the WWE archives and things like that, nowhere to be found. C- completely like almost erased from the fucking WWE history books. And the reason why, there's a certain narrative that fits with this. So for me to land my plane here, it's probably going to sound really disrespectful, but. I don't apologize for it. I'm not going to take the women's division seriously in the WWE until they actually start giving opportunities to the women who can wrestle. I'm, I'm sorry, but that, that's just how I feel. Because there are a lot, there are a lot of women on that, like on WWE, that can wrestle, but they're waiting out their contract so they can actually go do it somewhere else where it'll be appreciated, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So I'm landing my plane there. Okay. Um, almost I have one more thing that I just want to get into just before, of course, we get out of here. Um, the last thing that I just wanted to get into, which Greg did touch on earlier, was about Charlotte Flair and the drama surrounding her. Um, last week, or if I'm not mistaken, no, not last week, the week before, um, Charlotte and Becky were doing the whole exchanging of the titles um, and Charlotte Flair actually tried to like throw the title at Becky or she dropped it. Um, And you could see 
what is, uh, oof, I'm trying not to be rude. See, Greg, you done got me started. I'm about to be real offensive and not trying to be offensive. Uh, Sonia Deville. I was about to call her a bull dagger, but Sonia Deville. Uh, she got visibly upset at Charlotte and she's yelling at her, pick it up, pick it up now. I was like, oh, okay, teacher, calm down. <laughs> We're all grown adults. And it wasn't even me. That's how I felt. And then Becky proceeds to literally throw the title at Charlotte. So, and it drops. And Sonia doesn't tell Becky to pick it up. She looks at Charlotte like, pick it up. Like Charlotte's just supposed to take it. Um, and it was a very, watching it live, it was very uncomfortable. It was very weird. Of course, Vince has edited all of that out. Um, so you don't get to see all of that part. But that is what happened. And then allegedly, according to Dirt Sheets backstage, um, Sonia and Charlotte allegedly got into it. Um, Becky allegedly also got into it with Charlotte as well. And it was a lot going on. Um, later on that night, Andrade, which is Charlotte's fiance, he tweets out, fuck WWE, which makes sense considering what you watched on TV and what was going on with his girl. Um, everyone is saying that Charlotte is allegedly going to AEW, like Greg said. Not everyone can go to AEW. Number two, to be honest, AEW has too many people right now. Thank My you. Lord. Um, AEW, yes. yes, I get it. They have the money that they can sign everybody. But just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Like, I get it, Tony. You you are acting as if you have like Elon Musk. Bill Gates type of money that you yep. could just boop, 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 slow your roll. I get it. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be entitled to a job. I, I agree. But I also feel as though for a company that's been out for two years, the storytelling that you do, majority of it is only with the elite, with the core people, with the Chris Jericho, the Bucks, Kenny, Hangman. Of course, Adam Cole is not going to be added because they have that friendship. But it feels as though if you're not friends with the hierarchy, you don't really have a storyline. Um, and, and that's kind of sad. And, you know, yeah. if you do have a storyline, it's because you came from WWE. Rusev, when he came over from WWE, huge storyline. Where is he now? Silence. Exactly. Malachi Black, which is my favorite. Who, if you know me, you know I, I stand him. He just came. He's now having a story with Cody. But now that's over. So now it's like, what's next? But then... Yep. We talk about the Hangman Page. Hangman Page was gone. He had a baby. Congratulations to him. He comes back automatically in a title picture. What are we doing? I yep. there's so many other people that was there that helped out during the pandemic that I feel as though should have some ranking, should have some storytelling. But like I was told from a source who I will not name, AEW booking is basically Tony Khan booking dream matches every single week. There's no real storytelling there. Now, again, Mm -hmm. I will say, if you watch Kenny, who is still my fave, and you know how he wrestles, he is a long-term storyteller. For an example, and I'll make it very quick, uh, during the eight-man tag that they had with the Elite versus Dark Order, um, uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks went to do their normal, like, oh, they give each other. Adam Cole puts someone, um, oh, Lord, I can't think of the move because I'm so sleepy. But anywho, 
he puts them in this hold and the bugs come up and they give Adam Cole a kiss on the cheek while he has them in this move. But at the time, Kenny is in the corner. Kenny is looking. He has no clue what to do. He's wondering, why is he not included? So he tries to fight off the person in the corner, but he looks back very distraught. Little things like that is how that man tells the story and is why he is one of my favorite wrestlers ever, because that is a long-term storytelling. If you don't pay attention to the match, you're not going to notice that. But the week before, he had another issue very similar to that. I won't get into it, but go back and watch. It's long-term storytelling. Anywho, back to my main point. AEW can't have everybody. Charlotte Flair is not going to AEW. She actually still has three years on her contract. So will they bury her? Maybe. Probably as a punishment, like they always do. At least they're not going to treat her like Lana and put her through a table for six weeks and then kick her to the curb. But they will, at some point, bury her to some way, some shape, somehow. So Charlotte Flair going to AEW, I'm telling you right now, it's not happening anytime soon at all. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you said, I agree with. Um, I don't have any disagreements. Uh, Vince, I just really hope, again, that you take what I'm about to say as the truth. Do not go and wait until AEW signs everybody and then try to buy AEW. Please don't. Oh, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but we said the same shit with WCW. I, I, I know how Vince operates and the fact that he thinks Peacock and everybody, like, they have unlimited money. It just, yeah, but let's move on. But again, Vince McMahon, fuck you for the 18th consecutive week because, boy, <laughs> boy. Mm-mm-mm. And that is my uh, weekly recap. If you guys want a more in-depth recap on Fridays, I go live on stereo with my co-host Cashly at 8 p.m. And we go more in-depth with wrestling. So if you want to hear more, catch us there on Friday. Facts. all right q you can you can stop let me let me let me just lead us in by saying this um yeah um first and foremost q um you you talked a lot of shit about the jets and they won so fuck you very much that's first and foremost get that out the way right there (laughs) Um, number two number two um you talked a lot of shit about the steelers and i don't like it um, we, we're just going to leave that where it is because I got to get the Lou in a second as well. Um, secondly, Q, when it comes to your team, the Washington football team, I really hope and implore that you understand that your team is absolutely fucking terrible. And not only are they terrible, they're going to be terrible. And outside the fact of them being terrible, you told me that they were a playoff contender because of who? Fucking Taylor Heineke. Somebody lied to you. Um, outside of that, um, your team cannot stay healthy. <laughs> another story for another day. Uh, I'm not done. Cause, uh, give me like three or four minutes. Um, when... Um, 
Talk um, your shit. You, Talk your shit. You, you also, actually, since we are almost at the midway point of the season, how about I just bring out the fucking receipts? Anybody who is listening, you're listening to the YBB Sports Dust, and Greg is about to go through a lot of fucking hot takes. Um, first and foremost, Q, you said um, the Steelers would fire, uh, what is it, Tomlin? Mike Tomlin. Uh, that has not happened. Um, you were right about Andy Dalton not being a worthwhile quarterback. We all know that. Um, so you were right on that regard. Um, you said that Carson Wentz was terrible and he will be on a new team next season. And you even went and doubled down and said Cam Newton would be a better starter for the Colts. The lie detector test determined that that was a lie. Um, <laughs> Q, you said Justin Fields would be an MVP candidate and will be the Bears starter opening weekend. Boy. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yes, you did, Q. Yeah. Q, Q, nah, hey, Lou. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, Q, you, 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 Q, 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 you, 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 you said, okay, all right, just go, go back and listen to the tapes and also look at the YBB Sports Does Hot Takes because they're there. Um, no, I, I, no, you, you, you said, you you said he would be MVP. You said you said he would be playing MVP caliber. Q, you said that. Okay, all right. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Let, let's <laughs> let's move on. Um, outside of that, outside of that, right now Q is actually on par to not have to wear a Texans jersey. So kudos to Q for announcing that the team was terrible um, <laughs> because they, they are fucking terrible. Um, yeah. No, that would um, be the Detroit Lions. Um, yeah, um, yeah, um, who else? You said Urban Meyer is going to quit after two games. I wish that were true because he likes to touch pussies from the back at bars. Oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> un- unfortunately. <laughs> oh my god, oh. Here's the thing. The, the fact that I read that hot take, I got so pissed off because I was like, yo, like, think about it. If Urban Meyer would have got fired in those two weeks, we would have never got those photos. That is he'd true. Just, and, we never came, <laughs> and we never would have had our award, too. Yo, we'd have never had the fucking award. Um, but, you know, t- t- to give Q his final flame for the week, it's this. Q, I, I want to, like, just just harp on this a little bit because you said that the Washington Wizards were just missing one piece. I think they have their team, Q. We will get there, but I just want to say mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, no, you were right. You 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 were wrong thinking that they needed more, but you were right in saying that they were going to do good no matter what. You said that. You said that because you and I had a disagreement. I was like, oh, like they need Russ. You said they don't need Russ. They just need another piece. 
And you proved yourself. You were right. So I have to give you your kudos on that. So I, I'm, I'm going to move on because, you know, we're still in, you know, NFL talk. Now, Lou. Yes, sir. Now, Lou. Um, Let's first go. and foremost, Let's I want to say I didn't realize I didn't realize this until I looked at my FanDuel that we still have this FanDuel league that you were winning at because you've been making like winning lineups on the cuff. So congratulations to you. I hate you. Um, but there's that. <laughs> um, but secondly, Lou. Can I just say this to you? With a go right ahead. With a three, with a, <laughs> with a three game winning streak with Pittsburgh, I have to mm-hmm. let you know this. If Pittsburgh does not get into the fucking playoffs this year, I'm going to have to ask you, Lou, to mm-hmm. take your terrible towel, pour some Clorox on it, mm-hmm. turn it white. And just become a Kansas City's Chief fans because no, like, never happen. What, the, the reason why I say it, this is because um, your team is essentially Kansas City, just a little bit worse because they're bad too. But when it comes to Pittsburgh, I look at their quarterback and their other quarterback and their other quarterback, and, and I look at Juju being gone, and I look at Chase Claypool not getting the ball enough, and then I look at Najee Harris literally running the ball 117 times he looks like pac-man out there i'm like jesus christ like he's fucking moving <laughs> left and right left and right but he's not going anywhere like what the fuck like he's dinking and dunking and moving and shaking but he's not going anywhere and the reason why i know he's not going anywhere is because ben roethlisberger is he's not a competent quarterback anymore i i think it's time um i i, I want to start our NFL talk by giving people the flowers, but also laying them next to them as they lay. Ben Roethlisberger, it's, it's over. And the reason why I say it's over is because you are letting Joe Burrow look like a better quarterback than you with rookies. Can, can, can I, can I, can I rebuttal yeah, no. real quick? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can, Luke. Okay. As far as Joe Burrow being a better quarterback than Ben, he is. He's mm-hmm. also 20 years younger than Ben. Maybe not 20, what? maybe like 15, 16 years younger. They said, But they said that about that girl too, about Roethlisberger. But nobody, you know what? Let's just move on because I was oh, going to say something very disrespectful. Wow. Just, yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh. I had to do it. I'm sorry. And as far as Najee, <laughs> that... <laughs> That's the whole plan for him this season. Yeah. Is so. to give him the ball, to give him 20, 25, 30 touches a game to okay. keep to keep the pressure off of Ben. Okay. So well, I just the, the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and Q, you can you can bring up the tape as well, because I wanted to get into this NFL. This is why I'm here this week. Um when it comes to the playoffs, if it started today, Tennessee would have the bye. How, I don't know. But Vegas would end up playing the Chargers. Baltimore would end up playing Pittsburgh and Buffalo would play Cincinnati. This is for the AFC. Q and Lou, I'm going to give you two of those three games and I want you to tell me who's going to win those games. If you could. Go right ahead. Buffalo. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Well, I'll just get, I'll just get, I'll give one Q. Let me just, let me just give one because I have to get I have to give one because we're talking about it. Pittsburgh versus Baltimore.
Mm-hmm. And what about you, Lou? I will never, ever, ever pick Baltimore against Pittsburgh, ever. I, I like that take. All right. With that being said, Q, the floor is yours. I'm muted. <laughs> I did um, no. Um, here, here's my here's my hot take about this trade, and I'll, I'm gonna let y'all have a little with this when I'm gonna be done. Um, <clears throat> y'all gonna hate this take, but I feel like it's the right take to have. If you me, um, Denver is gaining enough capital so they can go and get Deshaun Watson. Him and Cortland Sutton have a really good relationship, and he was on Talib, uh, Talib what's his name, Talib, uh, uh, Talib Aqib, or whatever, whatever the fuck his name is. He was on his podcast, Akeem Tlaib, um, he was on his podcast like a week or two, actually like a couple months ago, like two months ago. He was saying that Denver would be, you know, not uh, talking about Deshaun Watson, but one of Deshaun Watson's buddies was saying that that's one of the places that he would want to go. The issue is Denver didn't have the capital. Now, when I see them going and getting two second round picks, they're trying to match Miami. Okay, so a second and a third. So to me, if you can package a second and a third and possibly Bridgewater, um, maybe, like, I want to say Hamler's still on their team, right? Like, give them a receiver like Hamler or something. That's Mm -hmm. enough capital to go and get Deshaun Watson. And the reason why I say that is if you can't get Deshaun Watson, and that's not what Deshaun Watson wants, you can go and leverage that because Tua is going to need a place to go. So what you do is you make that a three-way trade. Houston uh-huh. ends up going and either getting Tua, and you know they get Tua and one of uh, Denver's picks. Then you end up getting like it's, Denver has to get something. If they keep Bridgewater, they end up getting a pick from Miami or something like that, and everybody ends up happy. But there's no reason for Denver to go and give up that much for the capital that they got and not use it immediately. So even if it doesn't happen tomorrow by 4 p.m., I I heavily expect that that Denver trade that happened today is going to impact Deshaun Watson's pick on where he wants to go. That's my take. Uh, Mm. Interesting. Interesting. uh, I mean... Thought is like I said earlier, um, with the Rams acquiring Von Miller, the stock is definitely going down. Um, and this is from me talking to another Rams fan. Shout out to my friend Sherrod. Uh, he even said, "Yeah, I don't see why we needed him. Uh, he's old and he's not as good as he used to be. It's more so getting him off of a name versus actually getting him off the same skill that he was." So. I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think it's necessarily true. Well, I'm just going to say because they asked Sean Payton and, you know, take this for what it's worth, but he said at this time 
we're not interested in, you know, signing Cam Newton or pursuing Cam Newton. Now, normally when a coach, general manager, whatever, when they say at this time, that means they haven't totally put it out of their out of their head. So he, well, I, it, it, uh, I doubt it does too. I'm just saying. I mean, at this point, like at this point with Cam, it's like the fact that everybody is talking about him means that he's worth some value when it comes to the NFL because clearly they could go some. Not Q. Like I, I hear what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, if he was valued as a quarterback, I'm sorry, as a running back, people wouldn't be approaching him with quarterback questions. And as a fan of Cam Newton, I'm not going to completely discredit that man. His season and career are potentially over. Um, but the difference is if Cam Newton were a white quarterback with that same name and the same stature and resume that he had, he would have had a job three weeks ago. And, and that's a fact. But the it, the issue with Cam Newton, it's not his play on the field. It's his personality. He is very polarizing and no fucking team wants that detonator on their watch. So at some fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would love to see it. My issue is where else would we see it? Um, unless he ends up going back to Carolina, which won't happen. So that me personally, I would love that send home. What? Let me finish. Let, let me finish. I, I was just going to say, like, I would love that send off for him, like going back there just to end his career. Even if because like that's where like, honestly, Carolina doesn't get half the weapons that they had and currently have without Cam. So for me, having that send off for him be there. It, it's only fitting. He is Carolina when I see him. So anywhere else when it comes to camp, it doesn't make sense to me, including New Orleans. So is his career done in my personal opinion? Yes. Do I want to see Cam play another game? No. And the reason for it is I think he's done enough to kind of like solidify himself as a, a good player, but not a good Hall of Famer or, you know, not an almost Hall of Famer. He was very good while he was here. He was very serviceable, but his polarizing personality ruined it for him. So. A team that needs a that needs a quarterback right now because I don't know what the fuck is going on with Taylor Heineke, but not even his former head coach is interested in him. So that is, well, his first head coach is interested in him, and that is definitely telling. All right, moving right along. If you had, moving right along, the Saints is Brady's kryptonite. Tom Brady has whooped up on every other team since he has been in Tampa Bay. 
but he is one now one in three against the Saints. One in three against the Saints. And uh, yeah, he threw, he threw four touchdowns yesterday, but then he threw two costly interceptions, including the interception that sealed the game um, for the Saints at the uh, <clears throat> with one minute and 50, 53 seconds left in the fourth quarter yesterday. I, 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 I did not think that the Saints were going to pull this off. I mean, you lose your starting quarterback. Trevor Simeon has not thrown a pass in three years. Mm-hmm. And he came in off the bench, and not only did he win the game for them, he threw a fucking t- he threw a pass and a touchdown to Kevin White, the biggest one of the biggest busts in NFL history. <clears throat> Saints got a good defense. <laughs> they do. They do have a great defense. They do have a great defense. And and uh, Marshawn Lattimore did exactly what everyone thought that he was going to do: shut down Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. So moving right along from there, moving right along from there. Uh, if you had the anointing, if you had your anointing oils out for the Cincinnati Bengals, go ahead and put that away. Go ahead and put that away. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and put that away. I said it a little. What did I say last week? They're five and two, but then then again, they're also five and two. And they went to New York. They went to actually they went to New Jersey, to East Westford, New Jersey, and MetLife Stadium. And they let the fucking Jets, that team, the team, one of the one of the teams that is the worst in football, they let and playing a quarterback, an undrafted quarterback who's making his first NFL start. They let him throw. They let Mike White throw for 404 yards. What What do they say every year? When you get a good team that's 5-0, 5-2, 7-1, whatever, and they they travel to a team that, like, how many games haven't – the Jets haven't won a game until yesterday, correct? No, 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 no. They were 1-6. Okay, I'm sorry. They were one in. Well, six. I'm sorry. They were one in five at the time. They were one in five. All right, but what, what what's the narrative when you when you're supposed to be like this really really good team, and you go to a, a city that's one in five? Trap game. It yep. happens and, every and year. And it, and, and I said exactly this all week. I, exactly I said this all week. That's that's exactly what it was. Trap games, yeah, I'm yeah. Right. <clears throat> I, I, it, so, it, you know, it, it happens to everybody. They underestimate yes. their their opponent. So yeah, so yeah. Go ahead. If you, like I said, if you had your anointing oils out on the Cincinnati for the Cincinnati Bengals, go ahead and put that away for for at least another three four weeks. Yeah. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of anointing oils, speaking of anointing oils, we have the Tennessee Titans, who is the new king of the AFC right as of this moment. But um, you can go ahead and put your anointing oils away for the Tennessee Titans because Derrick Henry is having foot foot surgery on a potential injury on a potential Jones fracture that is 
likely to sideline him for the rest of the season. You know the Titans are now desperate because they went and signed a senior citizen named Adrian Peterson to their practice squad in hopes of moving him up to the active roster moving forward. Is the Tennessee Titans season done? It was done with or without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill is a terrible fucking person in the playoffs. So, with or without Derrick Henry, it really didn't matter. They weren't going far. So, like, having a first-round bye was probably the furthest they were going to get. Um, and the reason for that, AFC is kind of stacked right now. But with this injury, um, I expect them to – I expect them to lose, like, four out of the next five games. And the reason now, for it – Go ahead. Go ahead. No, the reason why I was I was lying by saying this when it comes to them, the reason why I say that is because you need more than just Adrian Peterson. Half of your fucking receiving core is injured or out. Half. Yeah, Julio Julio Jones missed another game. Yes, missed another game yesterday. AJ Brown had himself a day, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, now, do you remember the trade deadline is at 4 p.m. tomorrow? Do the Titans trade for either Marlon Mack or Nico Hartman just scored? No, he didn't. Uh, anyway, uh, he did. He stepped out of the line. Yeah, the, uh, no, the ball, no. ball hit the ground. Yeah, I saw that. I just, yeah, I just saw, I just saw that. Um, do the Titans make a trade for a running back tomorrow? No, I think they should. 4 p.m. tomorrow. I think they should go after um, Marlon Mack, and the reason for that is Marlon Mack clearly has stated he don't want to be in you know Indianapolis, and no other team has shown interest enough, and no other team has no the other capital. team has been desperate enough. Exactly, the, the and, Titans are desperate. The Titans are now yeah. desperate. Yeah, I, I don't think they're desperate. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. No, I was just going to say that. Actually, I'll, I'll amend desperate because I don't want to say that. I'll just say they need somebody who is better than Tar- uh, D'Artagnan Evans and Jeremy McNichols because both of them are good backup running backs. You need somebody who's going to be your one. And regardless of what happens with Adrian Peterson, when it comes to AP, he's serviceable as a third down running back. He's not going to get between the tackles like Marlon Mack would. And that's why I think Marlon Mack would be the best option. He definitely could be the best option, but I can't see uh, Indianapolis trading him within a division, especially since they're only like, you know, one, two with Tennessee. So why would they try to better Tennessee to, you know, to help their cause and hurt their and hurt Indianapolis? I agree there. Definitely agree. Okay. Okay. Um, moving right, moving right along, moving right along. We are now at the midpoint, near the midpoint of the NFL season. So we're gonna play a game, Greg. I hope you got that 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 that. That, that sound that I sent you to put on the soundboard is we're gonna oh, play facts. Don't if you didn't, don't worry about it. We're gonna play fact or fiction. 
take fact or fiction. We have now gone through eight weeks of the NFL season. Next week will be the midpoint because it will be week nine. And we're going to, I'm going to pick out a few teams and we're going to, um, and with, and I'm going to talk about their best case scenario for the rest of the season. And you're going to tell me if it's fact or is it fiction. Got it? Got it. Yep. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to start first in the NFC with the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals lost Thursday night, um, giving them their first loss of the season. But their best case scenario, their best case scenario is winning the NFC West. Fact or fiction? Fact. They're going to win the NFC West. The reason why I say this, and I'm going to make it really quick, I don't give a fuck what the Rams get. The Rams could literally go and get Lawrence Taylor, fucking Jerry Springer, whoever the fuck you could just name. <laughs> but when it, when it comes to their, their defense, when, whenever you start like acquiring just any and every single person just because of their name recognition, it's like you're doing this, but you also realize the reason why you got them for so cheap is because they're injury prone. Broncos sold high. When it came to uh, Von Miller, he had just suffered that ankle injury last week, and he what? He's not playing what Sunday? That's clear. And I don't want to say he's a show of himself. He's played really good this year. But when you have too many dynamics on a team, you know what you end up being—the fucking Legion of Boom. You know the difference between the Rams and the Legion of Boom? They're about four years into their relationship as a team. So this year, it's like when it comes to the Rams, they are boom or bust. But for me, not only being a Cardinals fan, on offense, I just I don't trust the fucking like the dynamic of the Rams. Even if they get past Arizona, you're not getting past Brady. Okay, You're not getting past Brady. So for me, it's a fact Arizona is going to end up winning that. And it'd be better if the Rams lose and just end up a wild card. That way they don't have to play Brady. Okay. Right. Makes a lot of sense. No, what about she? Fact or fiction? uh, Well, I said fact. Um, Okay. The only thing that's holding me back is the Rams' offense, not their defense. Because their offense is, I mean, with Stafford and Cooper Cup is just unstoppable right now. I mean, the, the man catches 10 balls a week and I mean, you know, 100 yards receiving and I don't even know how many straight weeks now. Um, and if Daryl Henderson can, can become a reliable number one running back, they're going to be tough to beat. <laughs> All right. Next team. And, and we're stayed, sticking in the NFC right now. And it, good God, you know this pain. It pains me to say this. But that fucking team with a star. That fucking team with a star in that fake-ass city called Dallas. The fucking Dallas Cowboys. And you know why I'm bringing this up right now. Because I'm with one of the biggest Cowboy fans ever. But the Dallas Cowboys win the NFC East. 
and makes it to the NFC Championship game. Fact or fiction? You want to know if they make it to the NFC Championship game? If they win, yes, they win, They get to the NFC Championship game. <clears throat> no, fiction. 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 The reason why I don't believe it is that got too many fucking injuries. And even though Dallas is a really good fucking team, too many fucking injuries from the one person who's supposed to win you games. Nobody mentions Zeke winning them games. They say it's going to be Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. But they're not doing shit if they ain't got a quarterback to throw to them. It's really that simple. Okay. Okay. Yep, right. yeah, that basically sums it up. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. All right. <clears throat> Stick it in the NFC. We move on, we're moving down to the Green Bay Packers. The Green Next. Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. No, go. I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We know your love no. for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I got my love for Aaron Rodgers today because he sent me ten dollars and worth of Bitcoin. But anyway, uh, wait, 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 what? Yeah, what? Uh, I'll see you. I'll see you this week. I'll see you this week. But um, the Green Bay Packers get to the divisional round of the NFC playoffs, fact of fiction. Uh, fact. Depends on if he's giving us Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Then we'll do one more one more NFC one more NFC team. Let's go on to it right now. Uh, the let's go to Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings with, with fiction van, with <laughs> vanilla with vanilla plexiglass. Vanilla 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 plexiglass, also known as Kirk Cousins. Minnesota gets into the playoffs in the wild card. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Yeah, man, it's a fluke for me. Fiction. Yeah. Hey, I, I am, I am with you on fiction. Now, let's go to the AFC. <clears throat> let's go to the AFC. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not even gonna bring up Tampa Bay because we know they're probably gonna be back in the Super Bowl this year. Anyway, let's go into the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens win the AFC North. Fiction. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Fiction. Okay. I I I'm okay. Okay. Stay no, what you AFC. what you doing, Q? Facts of fiction. Mm-hmm. I, I am gonna say fiction. And you will hear why I say fiction. Hear why I say fiction when we get to uh <clears throat> an additional team in the AFC. But we're sticking in the AFC for right now and we're heading okay. over to Buffalo. Mm. And we're heading over to Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills will be back in the AFC Championship game. Fact or fiction? Uh, um, I'm going to go with fact. I'm, I'm going to go with a fact. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, they're they're the best. They're the best team in the AFC right now. That's, I mean, yeah, definite fact. But you already know. You already know my prediction for the Bills is they're going to be the AFC's representative in the Super Bowl. Uh, but let's move right along. So I'm going to. I'm definitely going to say that. Moving right along, going down to Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals will win the AFC North. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Yeah. Fiction. I'm going to say fact. Mm. I'm going to say fact. We all know this game against the Jets was a track game. But mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is the truth. And Jamar Chase is a runaway for rookie of the year. I get agree right. with that. <clears throat> okay. So sticking with the AFC North, we're going to go there. We're going to go up the Cuyahoga River to Cleveland. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns will be in the playoffs as a wild card. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Fiction. I think it's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Wait, um, hold, wait, hold they, on, they, can, can I can, can I ask a question? Um, when it comes to this fact of fiction, um, can we add a caveat? Yes, we can. Is it a fact of fiction if they keep Odell past tomorrow at 4 p.m.? Oh, it's a... Uh, I'm going to say fiction. Okay. Fiction. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think he's he, he's on the block tomorrow. Uh, I'm just I'm going to say fiction if they keep Odell or not. I mean, well, there's talk that there's o- Odell talk. has done nothing for them this entire year. Well, there there is talk that. Odell and Jarvis Landry could be traded tomorrow. Yep, there goes all your Baker Mayfield stock. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Straight out of tubes. Moving right along. Moving right along. We're going to head over to we're going to head over to to Indianapolis. The Indianapolis Colts get a wild card. Fact or fiction? What is their record right now? They are three. They're f- three and five. Fiction. Okay. Great. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with fact. <laughs> oh no! I hate that I'm doing this. I hate that I'm doing <laughs> Put this in the notes, please. <laughs> okay. I hate that I'm doing this. I know. I hate hate myself for it. (laughs) Yeah, you said it. So, going to the desert, not that desert, because we've been to that desert in Arizona. We're going to go up the road to the desert called Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders win the AFC West. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Fiction for me. What other? Okay. The Chargers. The Chargers are winning that division. Chargers are going to win the AFC West? Okay. I believe so. Okay. Okay. All right. And and finally, 
And finally, going over, going back to the East Coast, up, up I-95 to Foxborough. The New England Patriots. Let's not do this. In the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're so unpredictable. Uh, Just when you think they're down, then they, you know, oh, man. They're going to put Belichick in the playoffs as a wild card spot just to spite the fact. Like, it's going to be a thing. We're going to be sitting there like, yo, how the fuck did the Patriots make it? It's like, well, I mean, Miami is not good. And if you look at their division, they kind of deserve to be there. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, yeah, well, exactly. Miami, exactly. Miami sucks. They're one and seven. So you yeah. scratch them out. Uh, the Jets suck. They're two and seven. Exactly. They're two and five. They're two yeah. and five. When you look at it, scratch them out. Mm. And the Patriots are now at 500 and 404 and have won three mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah. And when it, when it comes to any other divisions, like there's like tiebreakers between everybody. The only one, only team in the AFC, I think, that doesn't really like have to deal with a tiebreaker right now because the rest of the division is so bad is guess what? New England. So, so they got a smooth ride into wild card if they just play the way they've been playing, which is. Under the radar, when teams start mm-hmm. noticing, hey, wait a minute, the fucking Patriots—they've won eleven with, games already. What the fuck with, are we with, doing? A, like, with a rookie quarterback, with a rookie with a rookie quarterback. quarterback. Well, right. You know, you know mm-hmm. what, you know what, Q, and I, I got to say this before we move on. Um, Go ahead. Justin Herbert did the same shit, and there's going to be a lot of comparisons. They're going to they're going to have a lot of fucking comparisons. They're like, well, if Justin Herbert can do it, and think about it, he had the same amount of weapons as uh, Mac Jones, and look at where Mac Jones is. We'll be sitting like, we're we're really not having a comparison. There is no Keenan Allen on New England, but they do have Belichick, and like he was always saying, if the check clears, <laughs> it's going to happen. So <laughs> when right. the check clears, man. All right, so before we move into our NBA segment, guess who's back? I'm going to play this message. What's up, Lord Shabik? Oh, shit. Look who it is. It's YBAB, Young Black and Bother, with my guy, Hey Greg and QDZ. What's going on, Lou? We're shaking with you, my guys. You know who it is. It's your friendly neighborhood uh, correspondence from the streets, Lord Shamik, a.k.a. Mr. Miki Miyagi. I'm out here um, looking at this Giants and Kansas City game, um, hoping the Giants lose because I'm a Giants fan and they've been <laughs> sucking and my money is on Kansas City tonight. God damn. But what do you do, my guys? It's good to see you. What's going on, man? Yo, I'm never, yo. And the fucked up part about it is, Lord, he usually comes here. Shout out for being back, bro. But, <laughs> I've never heard him go against a New York team. Exactly. Unbelievable. Oh, he has another voice, bro. Here we go. I know you guys didn't ask me, but I'm going to say facts when the, about the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills 
uh, my go-to team right now because the Giants suck so bad. Uh, I'm, I'm rocking me a Bills hat as we speak. I went and brought me several Bills apparel because I'm about to burn all my Giants shit. Westbrook over the weekend. I think that was on Friday. He, he had a quadruple double. He had a quadruple double, and in that quadruple double, he had 10 turnovers. 10. And that was against the Oklahoma, the, the middle school team known as the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they allowed the Thunder to come back being down 26 and win the game in overtime. I think the Lakers are going to be a train wreck by the end, by the middle of the season. I don't care. There's too, there's too many mouths to feed. Yeah. When it comes to them, I, I'm honest, I don't care enough. I, I'll see how I feel about them, like, at the All-Star break. But honestly, the NBA, without sounding too disrespectful, I'm so glad the NFL is 18 weeks. Because the NBA is absolute ass this year. Like, ju- just looking at how, like, one team can be completely loaded and then the other team has, like, people you, like, who the fuck are they? And they're beating the teams, like, the Lakers and the fucking, like, war. I'm like, what the fuck? Are, like, am I living in a parallel universe right now? Like, the Lakers have everybody. And they're getting blown the fuck out. And people are like, oh, well, you know, give the Lakers time to jail. You can't jail when you're fucking 37 years old. You you literally get on the fucking court and just do the fucking thing you've been doing since you were 12. Stop playing with me. So when I see the Lakers, oh, my God, like, you know, Russ, he doesn't move as much. And Melo needs, I'm like, yo, like, ain't this what y'all wanted, though? Baylor, where you at, Baylor? I know you in here. And if you ain't in here, I hope you hear me later. Because you were talking, you were talking, bro. You were like, well, let the Lakers jail. And, you know, y'all going to be hating us come April. Trust me, I hate y'all now. <laughs> I hate y'all now. And the reason why I hate y'all now is because I don't want excuses. When you lose, admit to fucking losing. When fucking, uh, when Boston is losing, you know what I say? Y'all trash. I've been saying that since game one. I'm like, yo, they're actually pretty fucking bad. They're, they're really bad. And I'm, I'm cool yeah. with saying that because I can acknowledge that. But what we're not going to say is, oh, well, the Lakers need time to jail. 
when guess what? The average years on their entire team is eight. You trying to tell me the average years that somebody's been playing on the Lakers is eight years? Yo, you don't get to jail. You just show up and fucking play. Fuck you mean? Like, oh, you know, yeah. Like, LeBron's been in the league, set, what, 17 years? 19. Like, 19. Okay, you've been in the league 19 years. Russ been in, what, 11, 12? Then you got Dwight Howard. This motherfucker's been in the league long enough to Orlando Magic's done changed logos three fucking times. So you got <laughs> then you got fucking Carmelo, the only team he didn't play for was fucking Washington. Then you got Rondo, and I mean, Rondo, this man been in the league so long, he left the team, went to another team, and came back. Like, didn't Dwight do the same fucking thing? It's like, yo, you know you've been in the league so fucking long. You've been in the league so long that you can come back to a team twice. And it's not for your retirement run. It's, oh, I want to get a championship with that. So just like I say with a lot of like NFL teams, like the Rams, it is championship or bust. And the reason why I say this is because it's not even LeBron at this point. I'm used to LeBron when he wins, he wins. When he loses, he loses. Here's a little bit of a different stuff. And I'm making it clear now, early in the season, you Lakers fans, hear me clearly when I say this shit, because I'm going to say it in English. Q, if you don't mind like turning down your volume just a little bit, because I want everybody to hear me in the background. So when I say this, feel offended because I mean it. And Lou, you can feel free to back me up if you want to. But Lakers, Lakers fans, Lakers fans, just hear me out. Right now, it's the beginning of the season. It's going to be a long 82 games. I get it. It takes time to jail, but you aren't a team that jails. All of you motherfuckers are friends. Y'all hang out in each other's houses. You go to weddings together. Y'all, y'all know each other. There is no gelling for you. You should fucking win. When I look at the roster for the Los Angeles Lakers, even if y'all aren't gelling, you literally have three starting five lineups in rotation at any given time. No excuses are coming at all. So, also saying that, after the All-Star break, when y'all go on a 19-game winning streak, because you, you know how the Lakers are, and you know how the NBA does it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, guess what? Like, these motherfuckers, the Lakers, they're just going, they're surging. Ever since February, they've been on a 13, 14-game winning streak, and they're bound for the playoffs. They're in the, the third seed, and all they have to do is win seven more games. They're going to be in the first seed. If that happens, and you're hearing me now say this, November 1st, if that happens and you motherfuckers do not win the ring this year, I'm letting you know this now. I don't want to hear from another Laker fan for another four years. I don't. And the reason why I say that, you have every single person that you would not only need for a chip, you should not lose. And God forbid if y'all lose to Luka. If you lose to Luka again, boy. I'm laughing y'all out of the fucking gym. I swear I am. So in closing, let me just say this one final time. Lakers, it is not championship or bust. You, it's not even playoff or bust. I just need you to do what the fuck y'all are expected to do, which is win games. It's really that simple for me. If you don't win the championship, I'm not going to be surprised because it's like it's also the fucking Lakers and they have everybody. Injuries do happen. But I also know you have three. Not one, not two, but three starting five lineups at any given time, any given night. LeBron should be able to literally take four games off like Kawhi does every other week and say, you know what? Let the motherfuckers play. I've been playing for 19 seasons. You, you do this shit. What the fuck? I brought you in here. 
like LeBron needs to treat the rest of his lineup like the, the women he don't want to be around. Like I brought you around for something. Do something. Shake your ass. Damn. Like that, that's what I want LeBron to do. 19 <laughs> years in, fucking figure it out. This is the most help LeBron has had. And the thing is, they're proving they're not help. They just there to hope he help. He does it. And LeBron is a great in that respect. But what we're not gonna do is when they start losing, talking about hey, they need the jail. Absolutely fucking not. They do not get time to jail. You know why they don't get time to jail, Q? And I'm going to let you like land my plane for me because we got three voicemails. I'm going to say this. If you let that motherfucker Kyrie Irving come back, dot, 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 dot. Now, I'm going to just leave it there. If you let that motherfucker <laughs> Kyrie Irving come back, dot, dot, yeah. dot, dot, dot. And yeah. the Lakers, that's for y'all because I'm telling you, I don't want to see the Lakers in Brooklyn in an NBA final. I don't want to see that shit. I don't either. Because if no. if I have to see that shit and I have to hear about Kyrie not wanting to play in L.A. because of the virus and then he can't play in New York and then it's excuse, yo, that's going to be a terrible fucking final. It's going to be a terrible... Yo, no. But with, with you Lakers fans, good luck this season. Y'all are going to be very entertaining because clearly when you look at the schedule, they have at least three primetime games a week. And it's like, God damn, y'all really like these. You like them that much. So I'm, I'm just making it crystal clear. No excuses, Lakers fans. I, I don't want to hear all that shit. Oh, they just need one more piece. What more pieces do they? You want Iverson to come back out of retirement? What, what the fuck? What do you need? What do you need? You got point guards. You got fucking centers. You, oh, like, Q, just, just please help me out. If Washington can do this shit with four less pieces than the Lakers, there's no excuses for LA. I don't want anybody giving me any fucking excuses. Washington right now is looking really fucking impressive. We're going to get there. But when it comes to LA, and I'm speaking for Q, I don't want to hear from y'all in February. I don't. At that point, make it to the fucking playoffs. Because right now we're in November. It's still kind of early. But y'all making excuses for them losing. No, you lost games as early in the season. It's okay. You got your ass whooped. But don't be like, oh, they need time in jail. Don't do that. Also, fuck Kyrie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, moving right along here. It's going to be entertaining and it's going to be ugly to watch at the same time. Um, the Lakers, the, the Lakers uh, regular season. Um, and just an update on Monday Night Football. Kansas City just kicked a show goal with 107 left in the fourth quarter to take a three-point lead. Now we're going to see what Danny Dimes going to do. Uh, and, yeah, that's that. So, uh, moving on to the aforementioned Wizards. They are now 5-2. and two. They lost, like I said, they lost tonight to the Atlanta, to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, they lost tonight to the Atlanta Hawks, one eighteen to one oh eight. I'm sorry, one eighteen to one eleven. Um, but I said earlier, I said earlier before the season, before the season, actually when the uh, Russell Westbrook trade was made, and uh, you know, I said that this, this, the Wizards are going to surprise a lot of people. And they certainly have. They beat the Celtics twice in a span of five days. Uh, they have taken down, they took down the Hawks. 
<clears throat> excuse me, they lost badly to the Nets, but that was suspected. Even with um, Phil, Phil's boy Dope Boy playing like shit. AKA, I'm looking at you, James Harden. Uh, but the Wizards, surprise or this team is for real? Yeah, for real, man. I, I, I mean, it is early this season, but yeah, I mean, the way yeah. they're playing, they're, they're gelling a lot better than the Lakers are. <laughs> they're gelling a lot better than they are jelly. They're jelly a lot better than the, than the Lakers. Wes Unsell Jr. has his team playing defense, which was expected mm. because he was known as a defensive guru. guru. Um, and Kyle Kuzma is playing the best ball of his life. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this for the first time in maybe 15 years when it comes to the Wizards. For the first time in 15 years, Q, when it comes to the Washington Wizards, there's nobody bigger than the team. The team is just good together. Like I, I can't remember the last time I said that about Washington. In any, honestly, in any sport, including WNBA, like there's no just oh well, like the, the team just really good that year. Like yeah, they have stars, but the stars can't produce without like their like their folks. And I, I just really hope that they keep that going. And I know it sounds completely contradictory to when it comes to LA, but the difference with that is you have people who haven't played together on another team that won a ring and you haven't had like players who honestly just know what they're gunning for. Washington doesn't know what they're gunning for. They just know for a fact they they are enjoying winning. And when a team enjoys winning, they want to continue winning. And when they lose, they eat that shit and they say, you know what? We can't have that. We got to win again. That's what I get from Washington. And I, I just really hope that can, you know, continues for the rest of the year because they look really, really good. They look, yes, they do. They look really, really good. Bradley Bill looks really good out there right now, and he doesn't have to deal with Paul Hawk like Russell Westbrook. Um, and like I said, Kyle Kuzma is playing the best ball of his career. Um, Montrez Harrell has been the spark plug, the spark plug that the Wizards desperately needed. Um, and like I said, Russ Unsell Jr. has has the Wizards playing. Inspired defense. Inspired defense. Not Let me ask defense. you. Go ahead. No, I was just. Is, is uh, does Kuzma start for Washington? He has been starting because um, Rui Hachimura is still out for okay. personal reasons. Um, well, a lot. Of, that's and and speaking speaking of Hachimura, so um, you know that he was the face of the to- of the. The, the, the Olympics that should have never happened, the Tokyo Olympics. Um, and he's been dealing with, and he's been dealing with a lot of online bullying because the, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Japan did not, uh, lost all three of their, um, their qualifying games in the, in the Olympics. It didn't get out of the knockout stage. Um, so he's been dealing with that. Um, and a bunch of other things. So he um, took a break from the team. Um, he's working his way back into game shape. So he is, I would say, about two or three weeks away from appearing in the game. But that is the reason why um, Kyle Kuzma has been starting a small four at the three. Um, but like I said, he's playing very, very inspired. And update on the game. It's the Chiefs win this game twenty to seventeen. Um, <clears throat> so boring ass that. game. It was a boring ass game. 
it was a boring ass game. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, um, all right, go ahead. Anyone has any other Wizards takes? I think I'm about to go to some home meet, so go ahead. No, I'm good. Yeah, I just, I hope for the best for them. And I, I don't say that often because it's just more so it's like, who they going to go after, and you know, before the trade deadline. This year, I don't think they need to. I just think they need to stay the course. So I'm really hoping and praying that they do that because, to me, I, I've been impressed with what they got so far. Uh, I'm a huge fan, so let, let's just see what it looks like. Um, while, while Q's on mute, I'm going to play some of these voicemails. Oh, so we're talking NBA right now. Good, good, good. Um, I don't usually like to say this out loud, but go Knickerbockers. Look at my Knicks. <laughs> my Knicks are fucking doing their thing right now. Uh, but let me not talk too much or get too happy because you know how the Knicks do us New Yorkers. But uh, in other news, uh, there was a Kyrie Irving sighting in front of the COVID vac- vaccination clinic here in Brooklyn. Uh, but oh, wow. Yeah. He was just standing outside taking pictures. He, he wasn't going in to get the shot. So uh, don't be looking for Kyrie to be on the floor no time soon because he's only standing outside the clinic. He's not going in. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Hey, yeah. did you guys see uh, Russell Westbrook's uh, last game uh, out there doing uh, Rucker? Basketball moves, bringing the court up, mm-hmm. the ball up the court. Was he not paying way too much attention to the music that was going on in the arena? He was doing skip to my Lou moves on in the yeah. middle of the court. <clears throat> Crazy, uh, but you gotta love Westbrook. Yeah, I re- I really like Westbrook, man. Like I'm I'm glad yeah. he's happy and home. Mm-hmm. I am just too. really glad I he's happy too. and home, man. Yeah, he was doing the crip walk because uh, uh, doing. Uh, they had um, they was playing Snoop as the Lakers were coming up the court, so he he did do a do a little quick walk or whatever. Uh, so <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and play this next voicemail. Here we go. The L.A. Lakers should change their names to the L.A. Luberderms because there's a lot of senior citizens on their team. A lot of them are going to be investing in a lot of Luberderm. Being gay, heating pads, like all of those guys are essentially close to fifty in basketball years. <laughs> yeah, the Luberderms. Luberderms. Uh, yeah. uh, that's a lotion, anyway. But they they need to, um, like, if Ben Gay or if Asper Cream is 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 looking to sponsor their jersey, the jersey patch. They should definitely go after that because <laughs> they should definitely go after that. Mm. All right, let's play this next voicemail by by Lord Shavik. Here we go. Hey, uh, quick question, guys. Um, wh- what's going on with the LA Clippers? Like, uh, I just don't understand. Is there some kind of ghost? Is there a spook in Clippersville? Why the Clippers can't? Be a successful basketball franchise. Like uh, uh, I, I think there's some high school basketball teams that could uh, beat the Clippers right now with all that talent on the Clippers. Uh, I know some high school basketball 
players that could give them a run for their money. And what, what's your guys' thoughts on the LA Clippers? My quick take question. about the Clippers, my quick take about them is they're everything Q said that they were last year. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> Ain't nothing changed. They're a team that they're a team that 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 shows that they really need Kawhi, and Kawhi ain't walking through that door this season. Kawhi ain't walking through that door this season, and you have George Paul, aka Paula George, that. Like wants to be the number one option, can be the number one option, but doesn't want to be the number one option. Mm-hmm. He's a like he he's a he like it's clear that Kawhi is one A and it's clear that Kawhi is Batman and George Paul is is Robin. Can you can you table this for me, Q? Like in the show notes, like I feel like next week we need to talk about like Five players, you and like all three of us can come up with five players that are only they're like they're one B caliber on one A teams. Like I, I feel like Ooh, Paul George. I like that, that discussion. Like I, like that I think discussion. that would be a really good discussion of like, and we can use Paul George <laughs> just like your example is like with the Clippers. He's a one B. He's not a one A. We need to come up with five players that are pretty much a 1A on the team that they're on, but they would be a 1B anywhere else. I think we can do that. Okay. Oh. I like I like that. I would, I, five I would for each that. of us or just five players? I think we if all of us come up with one and okay. just have, one just right have a backup. Yeah, just have a backup just in case somebody okay. else says it. And if we agree, then they just naturally, they're going to be on that list. But here's, here's the caveat to it. There, there are no positions like you can just pick, you know, power, you know, point guard or power forward. Doesn't matter. The caveat, though, when it comes to it, they have to be current players. It can't be somebody who they were in the league two, three years ago and they're oh, gone yeah. or something like that. Like it has to be a current player. OK, I like that. We can definitely yeah. do that next. We can definitely yeah. do that next I mean, week. I got one right now. I'd love to unload on, but I can say <laughs> it for next week. She's like, no, nah, I know exactly what I want to say. <laughs> Go ahead and so yeah, put that in the cha- put, keep that in the chamber for next week. Keep that in the chamber for next week. All right, let's play this last one voicemail. We got a few more things we need to discuss, and then we can go in and get on out of here. Here we go. Yeah, I'm glad I got me a win. Yes, sir. I got me some greenbacks coming my way. I'm glad I didn't take the points though. Because uh, this shit was kind of close. Uh, I'm glad I just took the win. I just was going with the win. Motherfucking Giants. They almost blew it for me. But yay! Thank you, Giants. <laughs> uh, let me um, take my Bills hat off right now. Hang it up next to my Giants hat. Oh, wait. My Giants hat fell on the floor. Uh, I'm going to leave it here for the rest of the night. <laughs> This man said, "Now my hat can stay on the floor for the night." <laughs> how, how you give your hat a resting spot? Like, nah, you stay right there. It's okay. <laughs> you stay right there. Um, Only Shamik. Only Shamik can do that. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Moving right along. Um, I I want to get you a take because 
Um, so yesterday was game four, game five, I'm sorry. Game five of the World Series. The Atlanta Braves had a chance to close it out. But of course, because that orange fuck was there, uh, they blew it. Uh, so now game six is tomorrow back in Houston. Does the Atlanta Braves close it out? Or does, Houston, or does the Houston trash cans force it to a game seven? Game seven. Game seven. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Okay. There's, yeah, I I, there's, I, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Q. I think, I think the series was destined to go seven regardless. But being back in Houston is going to give is going to give the trash cans an extra boost. I agree. Unfortunately, I agree. Okay. So, with that being said, are there any awards that you wish to give out tonight? Um, yeah. For go ahead. For me, I'm perpetually giving Kyrie uh, award because fuck him for an eternity. So does that. Um, also, I'm trying to think of who else deserves to get like you know an award. There's a few people, but this week I'm, tr- I'm trying to be nice. Next week will be a little bit different, but this week I'm being nice. But Kyrie is definitely getting. Oh, oh, oh no! I, I take that back. Um, and speaking of people who need to get an award, I do want to award the Chicago Bulls as a team. Um, I thought they were scrubs, uh, and they're proving to possibly be, like you said, the best team in the league. They they, they are actually showing up and looking pretty damn good. So I just want to give them their flowers because they, they look really impressive. So shout out to Chicago for actually being pretty decent. So shout out to y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all doing the Lord's work, I guess. <clears throat> All right. I, I, I don't know. The exact name of the award, um, but it goes to uh, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin for calling a fake field goal, getting your kicker knocked out of the game. And I believe this was in the second quarter, maybe early third quarter. Um, which they did not have a backup kicker. So essentially, if they any touchdowns they had, they had to go for two on every possession that they had to get a touchdown. Granted, they only won 15 to 10, so they didn't really need the kicker that much. But fourth down, three or four times, they were in field goal range. They couldn't kick a field goal because they had no kicker. <laughs> so... Uh, as I said, I forgot the name of the award. It's the Bill uh, O'Brien. You know you don't fuck that right award. Thank you very much. Thank you. That goes to Mike Tomlin this week. That is my only award. Okay. Um, my Bill O'Brien. You know you don't fuck that right. Fucked up right award goes to Taylor Heineke. Damn. You get the ball. You get the ball. <laughs> so here's here's the sequence. It's thirty. It's forty seconds left. Actually, it can go to it can go to the Broncos too. So <clears throat> the Washington football team um, gave the ball back uh, with a minute and so left. They had all three timeouts. 
the, the Broncos. This was their this was their sequence. They ran the ball. Washington calls timeout. Teddy Bridgewater throws a pass. Sorry about that. You okay? Yeah. Sorry, eating some Halloween candy. I was gonna say eating up on Halloween candy. So second down, Teddy Bridgewater passes incomplete, stops the clock. Washington can save a timeout. The next play, Broncos <coughs> player fumbles. Fumbles. Washington gets the ball back. Great. In near field, you know, they needed a touchdown. First, first play of the new series. First play of the series. Taylor Heineke throws incomplete. Great. Second play, second play of the series, he takes a brutal sack. Forced to use their final timeout. Um, the third on third down. Do a play, <coughs> drew up a play. I don't know who drew up that fucking play. It ended in disaster. Um, it ended in disaster. I think it was third down that he was trying to throw it to. He threw it to Ricky Seals Jones. No, he threw it to he threw it to Terry McLaurin. Drop. Fourth down. Fourth down. Uh, <coughs> Heineke took uh, Ashley throwing a he threw a hail a thirty yard hail mary. Intercepted, game over. So, yeah. Um, Bill O'Brien, you know you're in a fucked up right award, goes to Taylor Heineke, and it also goes to the Denver Broncos for even giving the Washington football team a chance at a final at a final series. And with that, where can they find you on social media? Uh, you, you can, can find follow. me on... I'm going to... All right, yeah, I'm... You can find me on Twitter uh, at Little Italy. That's L I T T L I T A L Y. <clears throat> you can follow me again at Shikari Richardson's Weed Man's House. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of these weeks, I'm going to come up with a clever one, just like y'all do. I just do the same boring shit every week. <laughs> uh, it's all good. And you can find me telling Taylor Heineke to go sit his ass down and be a backup. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, how the times have changed. Have yeah. Been, how the times have changed. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Why Be Bother. You can follow us on Instagram. That, it, fuck that site. But you can, find, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Young Black Pod. God, I hate Instagram. And, and better. AKA Facebook. Um, and I forgot all about that meta suit. And until next week, um, when Shikari Richardson is back high again, um, we'll catch you then. How do you like everyone? Y'all have a good week. We got one before we get out of here. We got one more voicemail from Lord Shamik. Here we go. Yo, it was a pleasure. Chatting with you guys. I love it when you guys are on. Hopefully you guys will be back on next Monday. I will be tuned in. Um, I'm trying to get Habibi back into the States. He, he got deported. Uh, he was trying to uh, <laughs> buy him a wife here in the States so he could stay, but uh, he got caught by I, the INS, so they uh, sent his ass back. But I'm going to try to sneak him back over the border uh, before they build oh up a God. wall over there. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah. my lord, we we we'll be back in these streets. It's getting cold here in New York, but uh, uh I'm gonna have to steal me a car to ride around. And oh uh, Greg, I'm gonna let Kyrie know 
that you still hate him, and uh, I'm going to kick him in his ankle just for you. You guys be good. Catch you on the next one. Peace. I like that energy. Oh my god. Energy right there. himself a car to keep on. right? Oh my god, y'all wild, man. Y'all crazy. Oh man. All right, y'all. Until next week. Until next Monday, we will definitely, like I said, we're here every Monday. 9.30 p.m. here on the sports desk. We will see you all then. All right. Y'all have a good week. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.